Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hi, Changemakers. Welcome to episode 67. We're going to talk about values, mission, and vision. I'm your host, Holly Rustic, creator of Grant Writing and Funding, and I have a mission to grow capacity, increase funding, and advance mission for grant writers. All right, guys, so I'm super excited that you are listening today, and we will be talking about a must listen to topic today, right? But before we begin, I just want to give a few shout outs. One is that I am loving all the questions and I love that I'm getting, you know, all of these questions in my inbox from you guys about different types of grant writing. Um, just, you know, you're saying, okay, how do I do this? Or how does this specifically work on all of these different topics? And it's just really cool to see and to hear from the variety of people out there that are really doing amazing things for your communities. So that's right, you are listening and asking questions and I love to see that we can move forward and really being change agents in the world towards growing capacity, increasing funding and advancing mission for nonprofits. Whether that be for you as an executive director at a nonprofit or you might be a freelance grant writer that is helping you know, a multitude of nonprofits, or maybe just a few. And this is very, very cool. So please keep the conversation going. Please keep sending me emails. And yeah, let's just keep this up. Another thing I am super excited about is that the Grant Writing and Funding Changemaker membership is open and we have a growing tribe. So if you would love to get in on the beta price of 27 per month locked in, then please do so before May 1st when the price will go up. And I will also request some feedback, but you beta testers are getting amazing extra bonuses. Um, there are some surprises. <laughs> so you got some goodies in there. And once you join, I will be asking for your mailing address for some bonus goodies. Thank you. Big shout out to my, my tribe in there right now. I'm just super excited about you guys. And we already started setting up our meetings and just, you know, looking at how we can really, um, you know, make this great and also how I can answer your questions and help you. All right. So the third thing I'm really excited about is Mark Linberry. He wrote a review on the iTunes for this podcast. And what he wrote was, Listening to this podcast takes me back to my college days when we had to write grants for various research classes we were in. Podcasts probably weren't around 20 years ago, but this is a great resource. Wish we had it then. Thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate that um, great review. And I'm super glad for you and that you are listening and find the material beneficial. So if you guys are on iTunes, I would love it if you could please leave me a review. All right, guys, so let's get into the must listen to topic of the day. Um, and it's all about values, mission, and vision. So rolling right along with our development of our 501c3 nonprofit organization, full, you know, the last several weeks we've already been going over um, how to get a 501c3 set up. This is an important step in there, right? And what we've already covered so far is how to identify a clear need for your cause. So no duplication of services, right? How to figure out what type of nonprofit or entity that you actually want to create because there are many different types. And we've also talked about how to select the most appropriate board members according to their characteristics, skills, and desire. 
So today we're talking about mission and vision, right? And this is important even if you have already established a 501c3 for many, many years, or if you're a freelance grant writer and you really help other nonprofits get set up. Even if you don't yet, you will, believe you me, have people asking to help you get set up. Or if you're just working with nonprofits that are already in existence, this is something you should actually look at. Every single year, you should evaluate or if you're going through a big change. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in detail and show you some examples. But really do this step with your founding board members or with your existing board members as it really, really does help. And like I said, this is an activity to do annually to see if your mission and vision is still relevant. And, and why is this so important? Well, having a vision and and your values, of course, too, because values change as well as, as you know, time moves on and things happen. Not so much. They don't change as frequently as mission and vision, I would say, because values are a little bit more core. But um, some can kind of manifest or, you know, evolve in some ways. But it really is important. And even when I'm applying for grants, I always ask my clients if the funding source relates to their, not, their uh, vision and mission. And if it doesn't, if they're kind of like, um, hmm, you know, they're kind of reaching for the stars there. If it doesn't, generally this means that they are just chasing the money. And even if they get a grant, right, they get that grant that they applied for, even though it didn't really align with their mission and vision, it will detract them from their overall goal. And it will not be beneficial for their nonprofit. So sometimes getting money is actually a burden. Um, if you're not getting it for the right purposes. And I've seen this happen quite a bit. So, you know, this is something that you really do want to, your mission and vision isn't just words thrown on, you know, your Instagram post in some like crazy font. <laughs> it really is important if you do it right. And it really does help a lot. So exactly what are mission and vision statements? Well, your mission statement is what you do today. And your vision statement is basically what you will be doing tomorrow. And why are these so important again? Well, for one thing, you do need to have them when you file for tax exempt status, right? They ask you for them. The other reasons are also equally important. And these can include that they provide a guide for decision making, such as we will only apply to grants that meet our mission. I'm even a part of the Guam Women's Chamber of Commerce and we were getting a lot of solicitations. And it was great to say, okay, how are we vetting these? Like, how do we decide, you know, which ones we're going to award, like if we're going to give any monies out. And basically it was like, well, does it align with our mission and our vision? And that was, it really did cut out quite a few. And it really did have us say, oh, this is when we love what they're doing, but it really doesn't align with our mission and vision. So, you know, we don't really want to um, fund that specific thing because it will take us away from what we're doing. I mean, totally, that's, it's just a clear way. Um, but also when you're applying for grants or different funding opportunities, this is a great guide for decision making. And um, the mission and vision also clarifies your purpose activities, um, of course, so what you're going to do. They also create camaraderie for a common goal amongst board members, staff, and volunteers. So if you all know what direction that you're operating in today and what direction you're going tomorrow, it really does help create that camaraderie and that sense of belonging. And of course, they also communicate your culture to your community. So very, very important. And to get the best mission and vision, first we need to start with values. All right, so values are a centerpiece for your nonprofit. Core values serve as a guide for a nonprofit when accomplishing a common goal. 
So values are the beliefs that form the basis for thought, decision, and action. And I'm definitely going to give you some sample value words here because some people are like, hmm, what? And it's actually kind of funny. Just a side note here is I ha I'm doing this with my students. I teach an English comp class at a university. And one of the things I said, okay, because they're going to be writing a paper on the major that they're going to go into and how they're going to decide that. And I was like, okay, guys, like, let's first start with what your values are, because you could have the best idea, like, oh, I want to go into the medical field or whatever. But if it doesn't align with your core values, you could spend a lot of money and time chasing something that sounds great. But when it comes down to it, it's just not going to work. So um, yeah, so that's something I'm doing even at that level. So values can really guide so much decision making. And it's really deeper than just, okay, some words, right? It's really what resonates with you. So um, here are some sample value words. Innovation, sustainability, commitment, excellence, dependability, reliability, loyalty, that's a big one, consistency, honesty, I love honesty. I love transparency too. Uh, creativity, good humor, compassion, optimism. So those are just to kind of get your brain working, but you can definitely put in Google like sample value words. <laughs> You'll have a whole bunch pop up and I can even put some links on the show notes on the website grantwritingandfunding.com so you guys can um, get some ideas because it really does help, you know, just having some ideas so you can kind of go deep and then, you know, have a starting point, right? So take a few minutes and jot down what your values are for your nonprofit or for your freelance grant writing company, right? This really helps you drive your forward, your company, your nonprofit. It also helps you vet the organizations that you also work with. So as a freelance, you might say, why would I do that as a freelance grant writer? Well, believe you me, it'll help you. Like maybe you're getting a lot of different people coming to you, but if their projects don't really align with your values, it's a good way to think you know, to kind of say, well, maybe I won't take those types of clients or in that sector because I'm just not really passionate about that um, and to really help define what your niche is. Okay, so once you have your values, then we can move on to the mission and vision statement. So a mission statement describes what a nonprofit wants to do. And here are three main questions you can ask. What do you want your nonprofit to do in the upcoming year or two? For whom do you want to do it? And what is the benefit? So if you can at, kind of look at those three things and answer those three things, then it's great. And I'm going to give you a fill in the blank. So if you have a piece of paper, um, please use this. And this, it doesn't have to be your be all end all, right? But it can at least give you a, some, a starting point once again. So something to kind of like guide you and then you can kind of go deeper. But you could say name of nonprofit does blank for blank to provide blank. I mean, that's as basic as you're going to get, but it gives you what you want to include in your mission statement. So once again, name of nonprofit does blank for blank to provide blank. All right, so see, if, and the other thing what you can do is now that you have your values listed and you saw that those are some like pretty cool words, you know, you're always going to find like these great words that resonate with you, of course, because they're your values. And you can even integrate some of those words into your mission statement and into your vision statement. And that will be very powerful for you. So definitely see if you can do that. And it will also help communicate your nonprofit's culture in a very clear way. All right, so now the next questions to ask. I know I asked the first questions, you know, you got, what do you want to do or what do you want your nonprofit to do in the upcoming year or two? For whom do you want to do it? And what is the benefit, right? That gives you a good idea of where to start. Now that you've written something down or maybe you have an existing mission statement that we're like going to go over and you're going to say, okay, is it like 
I had to dig it up for one thing, so I don't know what it is. Maybe it's super, super long and you have no idea, or you had to find it on your website somewhere. Or maybe you do know it and you're just like, okay, is this a good one? Is it like, does it need to be changed? So the next questions to ask are, is your mission statement longer than 20 words? Could it be less than 15 words? Maybe less than 10 words? Does it clearly and simply communicate your message? The best mission statements are clear, memorable, and concise. So here are some examples. Of course, I'm going to share some examples with you. All right, so here is an example of a mission statement from Charity Water. A nonprofit organization bringing clean and safe drinking water to people in developing nations. Very clear. It's saying what they look at doing now, who they're doing it for, and what they're doing, right? So very, very clear. Now, another mission statement I'm going to share is super short, and that's okay because you're totally going to get it. Okay, I'm just going to say what it is, and then I want you guys to think about it and try to think of who it is before I tell you. All right, so the mission statement is just spread ideas. Can you think of who that might be? All right, I'm going to tell you. It's TED Talks, right? And you're, oh, if you didn't, you know, if you didn't already like say, oh, okay, I guess who it was, like, oh, now it makes sense, right? So TED Talks, um, if you haven't heard of them, I mean, they're all over, right? You, they're talking about different ideas as people sharing their ideas in little 20-minute bites, right? So super, super clear. We're spreading ideas. So you don't always have to have every single thing in it. If it's super memorable and it really meets your point, you can just have that as well. All right, and now I'm going to get a little personal. So um, for my mission statement, I'll go ahead and share it with you too because I can kind of show you an evolution. Right now you're seeing I just shared two with you that are like, okay, they're published all over the place and they've been like that for a little while. The evolution can be a little messier, right? So when grant writing and funding was formally called We Go Grants, we had our first mission statement that was, number one, it was the first one, here it is, to help nonprofits and freelance grant writers increase funding for their mission by providing resources and services. And that's fine. I mean, it's very, it's clear, it, like what, who we're reaching, nonprofits and freelance grant writers, what we want to do, we want to increase funding for their mission. And how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to do that by providing resources and services. And it was okay, but it was just kind of long and clunky. So I did some work on it a while later, and I came up with the second <laughs> interpretation, provide funding resources and services for nonprofits and freelance grant writers. So I just kind of took out some words. It's basically the exact same thing, but it's a little less clunky. But then I was still like, is that what I'm doing? Am I just providing funding resources and services? Like it sounds kind of like, Bleh, right? <laughs> like, if it, you know, do I want to come at it from what I'm doing or from what the result is that happens? So there's, there's different ways to do this. You can say what you actually provide or, you know, like what the tangible feature is or what the benefit will be for who you're serving. So I kind of wanted to put my hat on that way. So my third interpretation was to help nonprofits and freelance grant writers increase funding and skills. So now I took off, I kind of turned it around and said, okay, I could either provide resources and services. I'm still doing that. But what is the benefit? The benefit is to increase funding and skills for them. So I kind of like that better. I was like, okay, that feels like a little bit better fit because it's not just like, oh, here's what I'm doing, but it's here's what the outcome is and what I really want to see manifest in the world. Like this is what's really exciting for me, right? It's to see the benefit and the outcome for nonprofits and freelance grant writers. 
Okay, but then major change, rebranding. Um, the last several months, if you guys have noticed, we've rebranded everything to be grant writing and funding. And a lot of that, I'll just tell you straight up, is because it is better, it's easier for people to find me. People, when they're looking for grants, they're not looking for a WeGo. And WeGo is like a million different company names, like all over the map that are in different sectors doing different things. And it just didn't really, and it was also actually an acronym. It originally stood for writing, editing, grants, and organizational development. And I streamlined a lot of the services. I'm not doing editing any longer. Even writing, it's more just for the grants, right? And organization development, yeah, I'm doing that more like with strategic planning though and board training. So it was a little bit, I kind of, there was a lot of different things going on. And to start off with, you might just grab a name that works just to get going. And that's kind of what I did. But now I, that I've really been able to be in it, this is my fourth year, and to really say, okay, um, now that things are changing and evolving around me, and I really know how I want to impact the world more and how I want to communicate with people, and I want people to find me, right? So grant writing and funding has always been the podcast name, and it, the domain was available and everything. And then a year later, I was like, why don't I just transition into that name? Like, it just feels so much better. So as I did that, I totally could have kept the same mission statement, but I want to change it because I really want to uh, exemplify my branding, right? So, and I'm going, I'm sorry, this is like a long side story, but I just thought this might help you if you're in that state of evaluating your mission statement or just being like, oh my gosh, like it takes so long to get something perfect. Well, you can change it. <laughs> like It's easy now, right? You can go in and you can change it. And this is something that you should really do every year, like I said, or when something big happens, like we rebranded, right? So this, I'm going to look at my mission statement and say, okay, does it also need to be um, changed. And what I have now is my mission statement is to create effective systems that simplify the nonprofit process, grow capacity, and increase funding for grant writers. So now I'm really looking at building more systems. I have the online membership. I'm doing more courses. I'm doing more facilitation. And I really like the systems approach, right? Like I'm just not like, here's something idea, but I'm giving you a roadmap. So I like that. But I might even change that and tweak it a little bit more, you know, so that's just how it goes. But I'm just showing you the evolution so that you can see that mission statements and vision are very much alive. They are an evolution and it is a journey. And as your nonprofit or freelance company evolves, so does your mission and vision and sometimes your values. So this should really be reviewed, like I said, every year or when there is a major change. And other major changes, it's not just rebranding, but it could be a change in the demographic that you serve as a nonprofit or the, the nonprofits that you serve as a grant writer. Um, maybe you're moving to a new place and it's a new community. Even personal changes like having a baby, getting married, getting divorced, and so forth. You know, you want the values, mission, and vision to be relevant to who you are and to what you do. All right, so let's go ahead and move on into the vision statement. So now that you know how to really create an effective mission statement, Let's go ahead and look at vision. So vision differs from mission in that it solves tomorrow's problems. So think three to five years from now or beyond. So a vision statement outlines what a nonprofit wants to do in the future and what they want to be in the future. Here's several questions. Jot these down. What do we want to do going forward? When do we want to do it? How do we want to do it? What is the issue that our nonprofit wants to address? What would the world look like if this problem was solved? I love that one. Um, do we have a timeline for when we want to meet our goals? Does the vision statement provide a guide? 
Is it easy to remember? Now, you don't have to answer all of these questions, but do answer some of them and make sure that it really does uh, look at the outcomes, more behavior change. So um, we did look at Charity Waters' mission statement. So I'm just going to reread their mission statement, and then I'm going to read their vision. So their mission statement was, a nonprofit organization bringing clean and safe drinking water to people in developing nations. Their vision statement is very simple. It's just reinvent charity. So, you know, they're being very innovative in what they're doing and they really want to see things change. And it's funny because I was going to explain what the nonprofit was and everything, but I really don't have to because I've told you their mission statement and vision. And that's how I want you to think about your nonprofit or your company when you're, when you're, um, you don't have to go into a huge elevator pitch all the time. If you can tell me your vision statement and your mission statement, I should know what you do. I should have like your definition of your nonprofit, right? Or of your company. So let's go ahead and look at TED Talks again. So remember TED Talks, their mission statement was actually very short, spread ideas. Their vision statement, so that was their, their spread ideas, is their mission statement. Their vision statement, what they want to do tomorrow is make great ideas accessible and spark conversation. Super easy, and that really does exemplify what they do. You know, you can watch, it's accessible because uh, all these great ideas are accessible because you can watch them anywhere. They're on YouTube, they're all over the place, right? They're very accessible. Um, you could go in your town, sometimes they have TED Talks right in their cities, but you can also find them all over the place on the internet. And it does spark conversations because it's always like, oh yeah, I was listening to this TED Talk and then blah, 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 because then you give your interpretation of what that meant to you. So it's actually really, really cool. So I love those. Um, I'm gonna give you guys one more example. We're almost done with this um, segment today. But I wanna give you an example from CJ at a Bodo project. And CJ emailed me several months ago and we've been going back and forth on mission and vision statements. And like I said, it is an evolution. So if you'd like to give some feedback, I'm going to go ahead and put up a post on Fund My Nonprofit group on Facebook. So go ahead and post your mission and vision on there if you want to get some feedback or just jump on if you can give feedback to others. I think that would be really great. And I'll also throw up a post on Instagram. So grantwriting underscore funding on Instagram. I'll go ahead and put a post there if you guys want if you're more on Instagram rather than Facebook. But this is a great and safe way to give some get some valuable information. In any case, CJ's first vision was the following. So I'm going to go ahead and just share with you his uh, vision statement. So the first vision statement I got from CJ was, through the innovative reuse of community property, targeted social and economic stimulus, and ongoing longitudinal longitudinal, I can't even say that right, sorry, analysis, Project Abodo will revitalize, repopulate, and influence inclusionary residential and commercial development in disinvested communities across the country. So it's a mouthful, like there's super good, great information in there, it's very detailed, but it's really difficult for a layman like myself who can't even pronounce all <laughs> Sorry about that, Um, to really understand what all of it means, right? I don't know necessarily what these types of analysis are, um, how to, you know what I mean? And all of this, like, it's really interesting. But I was like, okay, if you're going to commute, like, it's going to be really, one, hard to remember, too many words. 
Um, the other thing too is I don't really know because how can you communicate that with your community necessarily? Like, can we kind of like break it down a little bit more, right? So after going back and forth and streamlining, the new vision for now is the following. And I did ask CJ, I said, hey, can I share this with um, the listeners? And he was like, yeah, for sure. So thank you, CJ. <laughs> but I just thought it'd be more relevant so you could hear like, real-time people, like nonprofits and stuff, like going back and forth on this. So after some back and forth and streamlining, the new vision is building communities that work for the many, not the few. And I was like, that's really cool. I like that a lot, actually. Um, and that was mostly him, like totally wordsmithing. It was just me to be like, okay, it's a little bit long. It's a little bit hard to remember. I don't really understand everything. Can you make it a little clearer on um, what you really want to do? And that's what he came up with. And I just love that because um, building communities that work for the many, not the few, is just really, really cool because it does show more inclusion, right? Um, so I love how succinct it is and it shows the ultimate outcome, right? Um, and I love their project too, is to really provide housing um, accessibility and to build up inner cities. So it's really neat. Um, but remember to make sure that you work with your board of directors and your even your staff right at your nonprofit to develop impactful but simple mission and vision statements and this is all a part of our how to start a nonprofit series but you may be listening like i said and your nonprofit is three years or more older you know what i mean and but it's a great idea to review your mission statement and vision statement annually and to really ask the questions is this still relevant because um, remember, the mission and vision statements are alive and they can change. And they should, like, to some point, right? And just to make sure that they're relevant make and that they're simple and clear enough that everyone at your nonprofit can memorize them and understand them. Um, because if they can't, that is your telltale that they won't communicate well to your community. If your own staff has to go Google it, then it means, okay, we're doing something's not right, right? So we got to make it clear. We got to make it more um, relevant to our values. We have to really um, look at it and make sure that we understand it so we can communicate it. So in a nutshell, there are some great examples and blueprints on how to develop or evaluate your vision, mission, and vision statements. And like I said, I'll go ahead and put up a social media post on Instagram at grantwriting underscore funding and on the Fund My Nonprofit Facebook. So if you're not a member, please jump over there. Um, and please share your mission and vision statements to get some feedback and also provide some positive critiques for others to really help, you know, streamline those. So, all right, guys, I'll see you next week as we go over activities and projects. Um, we will be looking at articles of incorporation. Oh, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much again for listening and have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Do you want to join the Changemaker Tribe and get courses, downloadable checklists, samples of awarded grants, behind-the-scenes live Q&A with myself and the Tribe, and discounts on grant services? Be sure to join the Changemaker membership at www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash membership. Thank you for listening to this grant writing and funding podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your time. For more questions, email Holly at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com or visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com.